Hello, friends. This is Kathleen Maxwell-Randy with The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. And I appreciate you joining me today. For information about my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, published newspaper articles, or to contact me, visit my website at www.kathleenmaxwellrandy.com. This podcast reaches around the world with listeners in 26 countries, thanks to the monthly gifts from Mary Mitchell Stein, Colin Melissa Johnson, Deanna Carraway, Laura Jane Elder, and Tammy Brown, and special gifts this month from Bill and Patty Johnson. If you want to give, simply click the button that says Patronage or Become a Patron at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the Follow button to be the first to know when new episodes are released. Always remember, don't just listen. Partner with God and practice. Welcome, friends, to the Kathleen Maxwell Ramby podcast, The Gathering, Bringing God into Everyday Life. And I just want to um, say how much I appreciate you. I know that there just are so many from around the world, and I appreciate you taking time to share part of your day with me. And today I want to talk about fear again, as I've prayed about what to to talk about this week. I just felt like the Lord said to continue with where I left off last week. And so I want to jump in, and the title of this podcast is called The Silent Enemy. Um, you know, so many times I feel like in life that we can, we can treat fear as someone that is like a friend versus somebody that is an enemy. And sometimes we don't even know when an enemy is right right there trying to steal and rob from us. Um, I was recently talking with a lady, and she began to just talk about her different fears. And she was talking about them as, you know, and almost proud of them. I was just really kind of taken back a little bit. And as I listened, I just began to think of how far off our society has gotten from God's intention of us. And, you know, I had just heard several people talk about, yeah, you know, my anxiety, da-da-da-da-da-da, my, you know, fear of so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da. But just talking about it almost in, like, there was something wrong with you if you didn't have fear. <laughs> and, and I just thought, you know, I feel like we've gotten so far away from just what God God has for us. And, and I want to just jump into what Scripture has to say because I think God instructs us and warns us to not play with fear. You know, Isaiah 43 verse 5 says, Do not be afraid. For I am with you. And when we walk with God, we have the opportunity, I feel like, to step beyond ourselves and know that we're, we're not alone. You know, God says, don't be afraid. I am with you. And the problem, I feel like, is many of us just treat fear like a house guest instead of treating it as somebody that's trespassing on our property. And I know that fear has, you know, robbed me a number of times. I live in, um, we have a we have a home in, in South Texas, and right now we have the crisis going on with the border, and we are very close. We are very close to the border. And the other day, I was walk, I was driving to the gym, 
it was early in the morning and there were several illegals walking on our our county road which is kind of isolated and I'm very much aware because we have a home in the country when I go outside I'm always scanning the horizon I'm looking to just make sure that that I'm safe or that my property is safe and I think that you know one thing that that we have to know is that we have to treat fear like somebody who's trespassing on our property and you know while we have compassion for the plight of these people there's also um, it is a very big issue and there's a lot of unsafe unsafe things going on in the little community that we live in that many people are not aware of and it's it's because human trafficking um, and human smuggling has become a really big industry for um, for the cartel and it's not uncommon to see high-speed chases in the, the little town that we live in near the South Texas border um, but I refuse to walk in fear I refuse even in this situation to walk in fear so you know we do things we do things we we are aware of our situation and i want to bring that to light just because we need to be aware of how fear can be a a robber and a thief and i know fear has robbed me of many opportunities when i look back on my life there were so many things i didn't step out and do step out and try because i had a fear of failure or i had a fear of looking stupid or i had a fear of rejection and um i I think that there are people that don't go around and talk about their fear but they have it they suppress it Uh, and but i think it is also a silent enemy that whispers way 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 too often in our ear see i believe that fear is doubt and unbelief and the doubt and unbelief is not trusting god and that's something that god showed me years ago is that it was very important that I look at my trust in him and my and when I was afraid it was at the end of the day I wasn't trusting him and he created us God created us to trust him and to walk with him and I think one of the main goals of fear is to rob us from enjoying life from enjoying the goodness of God enjoying and being present in the moment in the good that we have in our lives and one of the main things I've seen fear do is it keeps us down and keeps us from reaching our potential you know Jesus said in John 10 10 I have come so that you have life and you have life abundantly and that life life abundantly is what God has for us he wants us to live in freedom he wants us to live an abundant life and a fear-filled life is not a full one I can tell you that because there were a number of fears that I wrestled with for years and God in his mercy began to put his finger on them just one at a time so I, I feel like I have a testimony that of what God can do to set someone free of fear because for so many years I didn't realize the fears I carried around were not okay (laughs) I justified them and it was what I knew because it was what I grew up in 
um, you know, some of the fears that I struggled with, like I said, fear of rejection, fear of looking stupid, fear of what others thought, you know, which is a real fear of man, a fear of failure or making a mistake. Those are just some of the, the ones that I struggled with. And I know many others that have struggled with those too. God has brought numerous people over the course of my life since that time that struggle with fears and have battled that. And so I know it's a common strategy of the enemy and he doesn't play fair. He doesn't. He's a robber. Uh, Satan is a robber and he's a thief. And you know, God created us to be courageous. He created us to be courageous because we're made in his image. And he's not the least bit afraid of anything or anybody because he is supreme. His power is supreme. His power is greater than anything we face. And that power resides within us. And God is fully confident in who he is and he wants us to be the same way. Now, granted, that is easier said than done. <laughs> You know, it really is. And that's where I think we have to practice with God and we have to partner with God. And, you know, when God showed me that fear was doubt and unbelief and it wasn't trusting God and it was sin, it changed my perspective of fear. And for me, I needed to repent of, of really entertaining my fears versus getting rid of them. You know, when God called Joshua to lead others into a wonderful life and into the promised land. Um, he gave Joshua specific instructions over and over again when he was going in to take that land to be strong and courageous. See, God knew that Joshua was going to have a battle. He knew that there were going to be things that came up against him. He knew that, you know, Joshua was struggling in his leadership and he had inadequacies. Um, but God said, in Joshua 1 verse 7, he said, Be strong and very courageous. And then next he commanded Joshua, and he said, Only be strong and courageous. You know, being strong means to stand your ground. It means to not, to not give up. And God has given, you know, he'd given the people a wonderful opportunity to go into the promised land, but they had... They, they couldn't be intimidated by the giants. And the Bible tells us there were giants in those lands. And God had so many blessings for them, but they couldn't be intimidated by those giants. And one thing I've learned in my life of walking with God that is that He will take us out of our comfort zone. I mean, have any of you ever been out of your comfort zone and stretched just a little bit like Joshua was? I mean, I know I have, just even doing a podcast, being on social media, all of those things have really stretched me. Number one, because I'm a little bit older and technology is not my strong suit, but I'm learning it. And, and part of that is stepping out. When God calls us to something new, it's not like we always have all of the plans or we can see all of the future or you know, see all that we might come up against. He just tells us to walk with him. And that means holding his hand each day. 
And that's the beauty of a relationship with the Lord is no matter what comes against us, no matter what we're facing, we have a God that is walking with us. And so it's in those places as God calls us out of our comfort zone that we have the opportunity to trust him and believe with him and overcome any fears that we might have. And I firmly feel that if we're going to fulfill our destiny, we're going to have to step out of our fears and follow the words that were written in the book of Joshua to only be strong and courageous. You know, we have an opportunity to walk in righteousness and peace and joy. But we're going to have to stand our ground and believe that we deserve these gifts because God said so. You know, another fear that I struggled with was a fear of rejection. And there is risk in loving others and being in relationship with people. There just is. But the alternative is to not experience love. The alternative is to live a life with walls around our heart and guarded. And that can keep people out, but it can also keep us from experiencing the great love of God and the love of other people. Can we get hurt? Absolutely, we can. Can people reject us? Absolutely. And, and I've had those things happen. Yes, there is risk in loving. If you love, can you lose someone? Yes, you can. I lost my late husband. It was, it was a huge, huge thing. Um, I had to wrestle with a fear when I met my current husband and remarried eight and a half years ago. I had to wrestle with the fact that if I really gave my heart to Stephen, my husband, that I could risk losing him. And I had to battle a fear, that fat, battle that fear, but I made that choice because there's nothing like walking in relationship with someone and having a partner. And, but there, there are risks in loving people, and that's my, own, my, my whole point in there. Um, yeah, there have been times that people haven't been happy with me or have rejected or, or withdrawn their spirit because they, you know, may not have agreed there's rejection and we can have that with people. And sometimes, especially in leadership, that's where I think it's been just a challenge for me is in my places of leadership in business, in church and different things. Um, sometimes we have to make hard calls. Sometimes we have to make decisions and we can't tell other people why we're making those. Um, we can be rejected or misunderstood by people and nobody likes that. But those things are a part of life and at the end of the day, are we gonna please God or are we going to please people? And I love the words of Isaiah 41, nine, which says, I, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. So do not fear for I am with you and do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, we can see right there in scripture that you and I have been chosen and accepted. We're loved just the way we are. He's chosen you. 
He's chosen me. He's accepted us. And believing that scripture makes you powerful to overcome rejection. Not everybody is going to agree with you on everything. And I, I think that a big fear of man, fear of man was something that I struggled with. And I wouldn't step out and do things because I was afraid of being rejected. And what about looking, a fear of looking stupid? Anybody ever dealt with that? You know, who likes to look like they lack intelligence or, or have made a mistake? And if we, you know, are truthful, I think all of us at some point have wrestled with that. And oftentimes we feel if we question others, you know, we're going to look stupid. So we just kind of sit there and nod. Um, nobody likes to look stupid. And it's okay to say, or sometimes I know I've been asked questions, you know, Kathleen, what do you think about so-and-so and such and such? Or what do you know about this? And I've become very comfortable now with saying, you know, I just don't know. Let me get back with you on that. I don't have an answer for that. And that's okay. I'm admitting my humanity and that maybe I need to seek more wisdom versus giving a flippant answer. I had a, I know one time I had a new job and I was working with young people that were encountering major obstacles in their lives and they were establishing new life patterns and it was hard work and I was passionate about helping them and one of the one of the scriptures that became very dear to me was Isaiah 35 verse 3 it says strengthen the feeble hands steady the knees that give way say to those that are fearful of heart be strong do not fear your God will come he will come with vengeance with divine retribution and he will save you and I believe you know just like with these young people they needed somebody to cheer them on I believe people around us are looking for cheerleaders they're looking for people that are going to motivate them and I these kids needed they needed encouragement and they needed somebody to cheer them on because they were overcoming huge obstacles and encouragement breeds courage all of us need it especially those that find themselves in the ashes of life you know there's so much harshness and insensitivity I think in our world and we just need more cheerleaders and so I want to challenge you today to examine your life and see what fears you need to be set free of because fear is bondage and Christ has come to set us free and I believe that it's time that we learn to stand up on the inside and we become the confident men and women God has intended and so I just want to ask you will you join me in not tolerating intimidation and fear God has so much in store for you and for me, friends, and it's so important that we partner with him to become all that he's called us to be. And so let me just close in prayer. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness, for your love, for your goodness. Lord, that you've given us all that we need for life and life abundantly. And so, Father, I just pray, Lord, where I've entertained fear, um, just in some recent circumstances Lord I just confess that as sin and I ask that you set me free and I pray for my friends that have Lord been held captive by fear that are listening Lord that you would begin to set them free just one by one Father give us hearts that are repentant 
and that we see fear is a robber and a thief. And Lord, forgive us where we've treated fear as a house guest. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us to be strong and courageous. Lord, you've called us and made us in your image. And thank you for all that you are. And thank you, Lord, that you help us overcome in any situation that we face. So bless my friends. I pray that they would go out with joy, be led with peace and confidence, and only be strong and courageous. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like this podcast, please be sure to like it, leave me a comment. I love hearing from my listeners. And I just appreciate you taking time to share today, part of today with me. And don't forget, you can share this podcast with someone that might need freedom from fear. And also, let me just remind you about my new book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. It's a great gift for anyone that has lost a loved one or a friend or a family member. It's a great gift. Or for those of you that may be struggling with some sort of loss. So check it out. It's on Amazon, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief. Have a great week.